Regarding appearance, there's a maxim that goes, the presence of the body cures the error in the matter. The presence of the body cures the error in the name. The truth of the name cures an error in the description. An error in the name is immaterial if the body is certain. An error in the name is nothing when there is certainty as to the person. The truth of the demonstration removes the error of the name. Keep this last part in mind. Let's focus on this first few ones. The presence of the body cures the error in the name. You hear many people tell you that don't show up in their venue, don't show up in their courts. That's reasonable to say that. But lack of physically showing up has cost many people a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of peace of mind. And certain things that could have been avoided and that should have been avoided were not avoided. The logic and reasoning behind not physically showing up is this. The presence of the body cures the error in the name. The truth of the name cures the error in the description. But more so this first part. When they tell you don't show up, they tell you do a special appearance. And oftentimes when special appearance is done, you begin to actually in fact argue. You argue the fact that the all caps this, bankruptcy this, you're doing business bank this, you issue bonds in that name this, which is not mine that. Unless you have an accountant, true accountant, with that record that shows the fine line and traces of in and out of the amounts that you're purporting was created, the bonds, we're not saying it's false. But unless you have preponderance of evidence of it, then all that is dead, and you're just creating a dispute, in fact. But they're saying create a special appearance argue the all straw man cap name this and that bankruptcy that there are several ways you can submit your jurisdiction and in fact since we all know these court systems are fiction right then you should know that the court itself is the paperwork and those paperworks they consider pleadings and it is sufficient for them to gain jurisdiction just by merely pleading it's in the rule of civic procedure the moment that you put any paperwork in, they consider that as having jurisdiction. You submit it to them the moment you put any paperwork in. But some people even go as far as to not even put any paperwork in at all. That's even worse. The solution to that is challenge jurisdiction. If submitting a piece of paper to their jurisdiction that they call pleading is what renders jurisdiction, then put in a piece of paper that says that you're actually in fact challenging jurisdiction. That should be how you should always enter any situation. Sure, do special appearance all you want. Challenge jurisdiction. Because what happens is, challenge of jurisdiction creates an estoppel. It creates an error in the whole proceeding itself, name or otherwise. An error in the name is immaterial if the body is certain. Meaning they hold you a surety. Then they do that when they supposedly arrested you, when you signed that bond. They already did that. So you can't really reverse that unless you really put a, an annulment of that contract one way or, or the other into the record. 
An error in the name is nothing when there is a certainty as to the person. That this person has to be qualified. But you don't even begin to make that argument of qualification of persons or otherwise. The way you begin to word it off, the way you begin to really challenge that thing that they deem to have power over, it's just based on the Constitution, irregardless of whether it's a corporate entity or not. Challenge jurisdiction. The fact that you're coming in in a certain way would demonstrate whether you are the person they're looking for or not. Whether you are their subject or not. The truth of the demonstration removes the error in the name. There it is right there. It's all about your demonstration. The truth of the demonstration, meaning what you do, your actions, removes all the presumptions, all the error that that name is you. Hence, you always go in first by challenging jurisdiction and creating affirmative defense. Denying allegations and objecting to an allegation is not an argument. It is simply you saying that's not what it is. And because of that, I'm challenging subject matter jurisdiction and personal jurisdiction. It actually gets that simple. Valentine's 1916 appear under statute requiring firm name under statute then this only applies to officers of the court since we're talking about that public court venue now it only applies to the employees the officers of the court under statute requiring firm name to appear conspicuously on place of business there you go it's all business it's not you it's clear they're not they're not they're not presuming that that thing is you they know that that all caps is not you either way when they call that app appeal or that name it sounds the same under the statute requiring firm name to appear conspicuously on place of business word means obvious and manifest the conspicuous aspect of it is the court and the court is the piece of paper Remember, since the statute and business and the fact that it only applies to officers of the court, they're referring to the notice of appearance. So when people tell you don't appear, don't show up, they have to qualify that by telling you when they try to tell you to file an appearance as pro se, that paperwork is what you ought not to fill out. Because every time an attorney appears, or in order for them to begin to argue, which is what they do, first thing they do is put a notice of appearance. And if they don't do that, by the way, that can be a part of how you kind of play devil's advocate. But nonetheless, they will try to put you under that same inferior jurisdiction because they will say, well, since you're not using one of our buddies and our business partners, subrogate yourself by filing a notice of appearance. They can't compel you to. There's no actual law, rule, or statute that forces you to do so and if there's any rule or statute then challenge the constitutionality of that too and oftentimes that requirement that conspicuous appearance the words which means obvious and manifest that a notice a notification that a party to an action or his attorneys for him is before the court that notification is a notice of appearance this is what they mean when they say don't appear or don't show up. So yeah, do special appearance. Do notice of special appearance all you want. But you still have to walk the walk. 
you're talking all that shit in a piece of paper, but can you actually go up there and enforce it? You're saying you're the people, you have the power, constitutional right, this and that. That is if you're even making constitutional claims. Most people don't. Most people talk about I'm not the all caps. Most people talk about bankruptcy. Most people talk about the clerk issue, the bond, and I'm making money, this and that. Do you have the audit to show that? You have the preponderance of evidence of that? If not, then they're just going to quick. That's the quickest way to get categorized as a sovereign citizen. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do, that to, don't do that to your valuable time. Don't do that to your valuable resource. Don't do that to that thing that they will attach onto their records and then attach it to you as your records. Why? Because you keep running away from the issue. You don't want the bully to get comfortable. You want to face that bully and kick that bully's ass. Keep running away and keep seeing how much more comfortable that bully is going to keep getting. The longer you let it linger about, the more comfortable they get. A notification that a party to an action, notice, 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 notice of appearance. A notification is telling you that is what appearance is. And it's on paper. 1968 version of Valentine tells your appearance, an outward manifestation, the first act of defendant in court. Being the overt act by which he submits himself, submits submission of papers to the court's jurisdiction. A formal or informal, direct or implied written or oral submission by a defendant to the jurisdiction of the court in an action. In broader sense, a coming into court and submitting to jurisdiction, submission to the jurisdiction by either plaintiff or defendant. A formal, meaning the form, just listen to the spirit of the word itself, it shows you. Right in his face. The form is notice of appearance. Or informal. Meaning you're submitting a W-9 to to give you their EIN. That W-9, that's not even how you use that. That's one. Two, any piece of paper you put in there, if it's not regarding challenge of jurisdiction, it's considered as a pleading. And the only thing that the court requires in order to gain jurisdiction over you is a pleading. Pleadings are what is sufficient for a court. And pleading is not you saying you plead guilty, no context or non, no contest, uh, contest or not guilty. Pleading is the paperwork. And if that paperwork is not specific to challenging subject matter or personal jurisdiction, then it is in fact implied that you've waived that right to challenge it and that you submit it to their jurisdiction. So, when you put that special appearance in, pair that up with a challenge to, of constitutionality of whatever they're charging you with by virtue of that lack of subject matter and personal jurisdiction, in some case territorial. It even gives you a helping hand by telling you a defendant makes his appearance by entering a formal appearance. See that? That's the notice of appearance. That's one. Or, or by taking some step in response to the action against him such as filing or serving an answer or attacking the complaint bill or petition of the plaintiffs by demur or motion and oftentimes before they get you to this point that you've already submitted to their jurisdiction one way or the other that moment they use military power over you which naturally is supposed to be subordinated to the civil powers according to the constitution 
to get you to sign that bond, you've appeared already. You've done that long ago. So the only thing left and the only option you have now is to challenge the jurisdiction by attacking it. So this appearance has already been done long, long ago. So if they're telling you don't physically go in, don't show up, do a notice of appearance and do the all caps, this, all caps, that, argue this and all that, but then they're also telling you, you talking about the all caps and bankruptcy is not arguing, they're lying to you. Attack the thing right, right then and there. Go at it. But when you do so, know the constitution, know the treaty that applies. Know the operation of law, know the operation of how to apply those constitutions. It's given to you within your state common law, which would include the, the evidence, rules, and the civil procedures. Go as far as to get congressional records, go into the Department of State archives, get certain things, use it. But then again, you don't have to listen to this. Don't do any of this. Have your own first-hand knowledge and experience. Just taste it. Have a taste of it. Don't show up during a court date. Don't challenge jurisdiction. Put in all those other paperwork. Talking about all caps and that you're not all caps. Thinking they don't already know that. Go and put it as use the W9 to ask for the EINS though. As though there's a there's a paper trail of you that demonstrates that you are in fact entitled to make that demand. See how that goes. And then come back to this video and listen to the details. Have your own first-hand experience. That's the best teacher.